unsolved melodies. Tell me ghost stories and tell me about your life. Live in the desert when they they came for you at night. And tell me the hauntings, the chemical night. Can you believe anything but well, I just might? I'm calling to the moon, 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 I'm calling to the moon. I'm calling to the moon And you've got shadows And I've got threads And throw them together Well, they, they'd end up dead And I don't belong And you can't stay Day by day, I'm calling to the moon, 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 I'm calling to the moon. Is this the moon? We are unable to take your call. <laughs> You've reached the moon. We are we are joined here by a crowd of cattle dogs. We have Irwin, Irwinian. Uh, he's in a double bed with cuddling the American flag. And <laughs> we have Indy, who's passed out on the couch and seems almost existential. Yeah, I think all that talk about the Tasmanian devils may have <laughs> got her a little depressed as she wants to help. We have uh, Sasha here. Hello. Uh, Adrian again is busy. <laughs> Happy to be second Probably choice. indefinitely busy. Um, Hopefully. So we've uh, printed out masks and we've painted, uh, we've not painted, but printed out the masks and then put them on the dogs. <laughs> so they're actually walking around with Adrian Ellis's face. Um, it's a little disturbing, especially when they lick <coughs> things, because they kind of go through the mouth hole. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I was thinking we could, like, maybe channel him. There's a show called, like, Wish Upon a Star, where the, the girl's dad is an alien, and he communicates through, like, a glowing box that talks. <laughs> 
This is before your time. <laughs> this is our... This is in the 80s. <laughs> this is like American rerun television. This sounds fantastic. They call it evergreen television, Indy. And <laughs> Adrian's listening to this going like, I hate everyone. Like, I can't believe I signed up for this in the first place. He's like, yes. He's like, Please yeah. stop talking about me. Uh, right off the top, <clears throat> when you talk about Tasmanian Devils. Tasmanian Devils. Let's get into Tasmanian it. Tasmanian Devils. My dogs are Australian. Yes. Neighbors. Uh, they're not from Australia, though. They're uh, of Australian descent. Yes. And uh, sometimes my dogs like to spin really fast in circles, particularly the young female. Yeah, she's been known to do it. Called Indiford. <laughs> and uh, she reminds me of Tasmanian Devil, and then I realized I don't know very much about Tasmanian Devils. Uh, and uh, we learned that it, there's quite a sad story. Yeah. Sad uh, story. They're in rapid decline. Due to what do they call it, an infectious, uh, infectious cancer. Yeah, facial sounds, tumor. Yeah, it causes facial tumors, which basically makes their head explode. Yeah, and they fight for territory by biting each other. So, so they infect each other, <coughs> and so they're trying to sterilize these Tasmanian devils, sterilize the infection, mm-hmm. keep them in a sterile environment, and uh, it sounds really serious. Um, it's very random, and they also notice that they have a, a a flame retardant chemical in them. Yeah, there wasn't really a lot of explanation for how that happened. I think it's to prevent spontaneous combustion from spinning so fast. Oh, so I would like to support a Tasmanian Devil charity. If you know any active, uh, you know any Tasmanian Devil activists, please reach out. I'm not even joking. I just I'm, I I work with domestic animals, but I don't get to work with wild animals because they would eat me. Particularly exotic. Exotic wild animals. Never been to Australia. 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 Ah, Australia. You know what they like? Uh, you know what Australian people like it is when you uh, mock their accent. Butcher their accent. Uh, and you say things like, <clears throat> "Put another shrimp on the Barbie." At least he didn't do it with the, the accent. Dingo. So the dingo. The dingo eats your baby. <laughs> Oi, governess. Is it St. Swivington's Day already? No, that's not even Australian. No, that's, that's just insulting. That's like Clapton, Northeast Clapton. London, if you're lucky. We're just talking to somebody about, there's like that, this meditation app, and the guy who does it has like a, a Cagney accent. Uh, oh, yeah. And it's just so not soothing. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, all right. <laughs> You're going to close your eyes and imagine you're in a forest. There's a deer eating some some foliage. Scan your body. Scan your body from your tip of your toes to your nose. You feel <clears throat> calm now? Good. Right. Go Ad- get a cuppa. Do you think we could get Adele to do ASMR? <laughs> it's like having Michael Caine <laughs> conduct a meditation since. I'm Michael Caine. I'm Michael Caine. And when I get angry, <clears throat> I talk very, very slowly. So take a deep breath, <laughs> and I'll punch your nose in. All right, then. I don't know. Stop. <laughs> Before stop, we keep offending stop. more people. I have had a very crazy 24 hours. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about what didn't happen in the last 24 hours. Okay. A lot of things didn't happen. Uh, I had a fundraiser that I <clears throat> did at the Super Wonder Gallery in Toronto. And it was a great turnout. It was a super great turnout. It was our Beetlejuice and dogs party. And I dressed up as Beetlejuice. And how did that go? 
Well, I was the only person who dressed up. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that didn't bother you, though. No. No. I just totally forgot that I was wearing makeup. Um, Previous in the day, I was standing on the street talking to somebody. And as I was standing, I uh, sprained my ankle. So you weren't running or doing parkour. Just standing. Just standing. Just <laughs> the the weight of the world. I am. Fell I'm on heavy. Your ankle. I'm heavy boned. <laughs> Not big boned. Heavy boned. <laughs> I got heavy kneecaps. Very dense, and uh, felt something snap in my foot, and I screamed. And my friends like, "You okay?" And I was like, "Probably." And then I kind of like went off my day, and instead of resting it, I dressed up as a Beetlejuice. <laughs> Is what any sane person would do. And then I was sitting on the curb, and on the curb, when I got, I was sitting on the curb outside of the, to take a call. Okay, it sounds weird. <laughs> and I got up, when I got up, I put all my weight on it, and I felt another snap, and then I started to black out. And then some people caught me, and then brought me in the gallery, and then the nurse was there. There was a nurse there who volunteered, and she's like, you should go to the hospital. <clears throat> and I was like, Okay. And so at like 11 o'clock on a Tuesday night, I walk into Toronto General Hospital in full Beetlejuice attire. You probably uh, made the night for the entire I don't think anyone staff. was happy to see me. They were just like, <laughs> all right, it's going to be a long <clears throat> night. And, uh, Which one of us is stuck with Beetlejuice over here with the sore foot? Being in an, a, a, an emergency room, um, waiting room, felt very much like that scene from Beetlejuice. When he was in like the purgatory waiting room, <laughs> so we, t- my friend <clears throat> Jing, God bless Jing. God bless her. Jing has three kids. She's got two daughters, and uh, she has me. <laughs> <laughs> Guess which one Guess occupies which- her life the most? <laughs> Listen, you don't get to choose your kids. <laughs> <laughs> so she's sitting oh. there, and at one point. We were having this conversation about relationships and, like, just, like, people who I've dated, who I shouldn't date, who I should date, whatever. And we're having this, like, really deep conversation, but we're in the x-ray waiting hallway, and I'm in a Beetlejuice costume, and she's there. And then there's a woman who is having the worst diarrhea of her life in... In the waiting room? In the bathroom, like, five (laughs) foot from us. So we're, like, talking about, like, I really feel like I need... (laughs) (laughs) the awkward moment where the lady walks out doesn't make eye contact with us no but everyone knows like what's going on it's just the two of us in that hallway but she left the door open and i feel like the courtesy thing would be to close the door so then we had to like strategically try to like close the door with our feet okay well was there a fan in the bathroom no it's a hospital so i mean like i feel like in the I feel long like the term, fan leaving would just, the like, door perpetuate open, the germs. Yeah, leaving the door open. We weren't there with long... We, we didn't have long-term goals. You didn't plan to stick around? To no, I wanted to get my x-ray. <laughs> take in the air. <laughs> okay. And, like, x-ray guy was like, all right, we're going to take your x-ray. And the count of three, say Beetlejuice three times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so someone was into it. There's someone into it. The guy at the triage was kind of like, your name and address and Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> but nobody asked why I was dressed as Beetlejuice. I guess they assumed it was a Halloween kinda thing. Kind of makes it better. I mean, most people would assume it's a Halloween thing, but for you, it was just Tuesday. It was so. just a Tuesday in my life. 
They d- did the x-ray, <clears throat> didn't have a fracture, but they said, and I feel like she said this to make me feel better, that a sprain can be just as painful as a minor fracture. And uh, so I went <laughs> so home, uh, had to get my car, I had to collect my car, I went home, and then I was like walking down, I was hobbling down the hallway to my my place, and then I started screaming, and I was like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And then I called my parents and I was like, you guys have a crutch? Because I had to do a photo shoot. So I ended up, my dad ended oh, yeah. up. yeah. How did you pull that off? <laughs> this so is where it gets it, interesting. Like drop the crutches, take a picture, and then quickly pick them up again? You know how, so somebody dropped off crutches for me. Mm-hmm. Somebody picked me up, took me to the photo shoot, did the photo shoot with this merchand- merchandise thing for a charity. And then when we got there, it's only stairs, and the hallway is so freaking long. <laughs> like, it was like, to get to the studio, it was, I don't know, like a four-minute walk across a floor. And it Just, probably felt like 45. It's really, crutches are really exhausting. Really, really exhausting. Crutches are, I, I've never... Not as exhausting as putting my weight on the foot no. and screaming and not having it heal, but... It's pretty exhausting. Yeah. I feel like crutches are hard even when you don't have an injury and, like, your friend is hurt and you're like, let me try your crutches. <laughs> so imagine when you're actually physically impaired and mm-hmm. having to hobble around as a little hobbler. Hobblester? Hobcobbler. Hobgoblin. Hobblobber. Hobblobbler. Uh, yeah, so we did, so I was with Jing, and so then we had to, like, get all the shirts out, steam everything, and then just kind of, like, get through stuff and then uh and then i was like well can you just like take a quick picture uh for the cover of the new song that's coming out monster and she's like sure so like we did that and it's fine and then she's like well like we have the confetti here you have the new song confetti do you just want to shoot something for that and i was like i don't have anything to wear and i wasn't gonna wear a t-shirt so uh i basically just pulled down my top and wrapped a velvet backdrop over top of me and then there was, like, this cool table that it had been, like, spray-painted on. So then I kind of got – I just put myself on that and just laid down. And then she just started <clears throat> throwing confetti on me. And then that went on for, like, an hour. <laughs> I feel like that could be some type of fetish video. <laughs> and then we and then we ended up uh, – we ended up recording a music video that we're going to see if we can put together and then she see forgot to works. she forgot to put the sa- the sound so oh. it's going to be it shouldn't be too who, hard who gets the fun task of editing without an audio cue <clears throat> fred <laughs> fred, fred. If you're listening fred i'll call you back i promise fred <laughs> don't worry fred we'll talk it'll you're be not, good you're not going to be happy but <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah, we'll see if it okay. works but it was it was cool it was very relaxing just to lie on a table covered in basically half naked, covered in velvet and confetti. That's how I spent that's, my Wednesday. That's every girl's dream, isn't it? Naked velvet confetti. Um, <laughs> and so that's going to be coming out, which brings me to the November 5th show. Yes, this is not just a Beetlejuice podcast, despite this episode and what you heard in the last episode. We also tried to talk about November 5th show, yeah, which is coming, coming together. Out, which I don't feel ready. However, the last rehearsal was really great. Yeah. Really, but really But there's some great. songs that we haven't tried yet. Are there really? Yeah. <laughs> it's a long set list. 
I gotta go through the set list. You should probably should. I gotta go. What I about, gotta order what, it and like go through it and then like yeah. make sure it sounds good. And so that's gonna be happening November fifth. Tune in 5th. through Facebook <clears throat> and Instagram, and we'll talk in transcontinental accents. Oh my. Yes. Um, draw from a hat. Draw from a hat. Yeah. Calling Barenka. Calling Barenka. <laughs> it's an old Jimmy D- Cary Grant movie. <laughs> It's like a Cary Grant movie from like 1936. He plays like a sexy South American pilot who's very British. I feel like that can be like the headline for any Cary Grant movie announcement. Like Cary Grant plays sexy insert role. He's just a he was a pretty. Do you know what his background was before he was an actor? Transcontinental. Transcontinental what? Trans Tasmanian. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he was a fireman. You know what? It's just it's you've like, been bamboozled. It's, it's an, it's you've an been archetype. Bamboozled. You've been bamboozled. He's not a fireman. He He's was in the circus. Fireman. Oh my! His real name was is he a strong man? Archibald. Oh. Leech Letch, and um, he did a movie called. That's not coming up. She done him wrong. No, that's not it. Arson. Nope. He did a movie called, uh, maybe it is called Calling Barranca. I'm going to have to rewatch this. Come on over and watch old 1930s movies with me, everyone. Uh, there will be uh, what are we, Ritz s'more, mini s'more sandwiches. Yeah, we have Ritz mini s'more sandwiches. What the heck? Yeah. In French, it's called that Chaco Grimauve. I feel like that's not, I don't know. Chacolin. Avec garniture à saveur de Only chocolate. angels have <laughs> wings. Oh. Yes, only angels <clears throat> have wings, and that's Colin Branca, and he's a pilot, and there's a lady in the movie who plays the lady role. <laughs> the typical lady role alongside Cary Grant. And you could buy the, the toy plane that they use to make it seem like a full flying plane. Like, like the actual prop toy yeah, plane? Yeah, yeah, look at that. Huh. Calling right. Barranca, calling Barranca, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I wonder what that would go for. $18. I would buy a piece of... Cary Grant cinematic history. When was she was gay? I mean... I mean, you can't be that handsome without probably being <laughs> gay. Like, let's be honest. There's just a certain level of, like, you're just, it's too much. It's the ultimate it's too much. unattainable... Ultimate unattainable. <clears throat> Who knows? Who Those knows? are just rumors, unsubstantiated. Um, way we appreciate his gift to the world. Cary Grant, everybody. Let's just have a moment for him. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, the rehearsals were really good. Yeah. And uh, we got through a lot. We did. We were crazy efficient. They always give us extra time. Because we're usually not efficient. Well, <laughs> we happen to be really, really great. Everyone's coming from different places, and <laughs> literally and figuratively. Liberty, literally, <laughs> figuratively. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's just, it's gonna, it's gonna be what it is. Yeah. And uh, I'm not nervous about it. The studio <laughs> tour was kidding, actually pretty sweet. The what? The studio tour. Yeah, I did the studio tour. Studio tour. Studio tour. Studio tour. I did the studio tour. It was quite good. Uh, I, weird story. I recorded there like eight or nine years ago in the exact room where we're going to be playing. I recorded a song called Parkdale. 
Parkdale. Parkdale, people become walking, breathing jukebox songs coming out so clear. You can check it out on Spotify because I haven't taken it down yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not eventually. yet. So, uh, so yeah, so we, so we have that. I'll be putting out Monster very soon. Yeah, we have a few in the pipeline right now. In the pipeline confetti. Yeah, there will be. Calling th- to the moon. Three done in the next yeah. week or so. Probably. What comes after calling to the moon? I'm calling to the moon. Yeah, we have a lot we could do, don't we? Well, then I leave the country. Yeah. I'll go to California. California. And then I'll go in California and I'll be like, I'm bored. It's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> when I go back to Toronto, I'll be like, I'm in Toronto. I'm bored. It's too cold. Yeah, it'll be four degrees and pissing rain while you're down there my friend has offered has asked me to come to his halloween party in new york city next weekend is it worth going to new york for 24 hours to go to a halloween party probably yes it would probably be worth you getting to bust out your costume in an environment where you're not the only one wearing a costume (laughs) my life is a costume um i was going to be something on saturday for the redemption pause halloween party and now that i'm on crutches i have to rethink my costume because i don't think it's safe to wear a long dress with uh with crutches no so i was thinking about being natasha leone from russian doll you just hide your crutches under your trench coat just get like a cigarette and a bad attitude and uh what's her cat's name like Berkeley or something like that. I don't know. I don't trust dre- cats. And dress up. No, well, you dress up your dog as one of the ca- as the cat, and then like... I can't bring my dogs. Oh. My dogs are too low strung and too high strung. Oh, we need something one's in the middle. One's too easygoing. <laughs> the other one's way too. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, basically, like one's dying and one's just coming into bloom. Yeah. Oh, Irwin. They're both pretty great. They're both right. sleeping. Oh, senior dogs are the best. Oh, he likes that. He's like, yes, he, he, scratch he my chin. chin scratch. Scratch my chin. Dog. Do you know that I tried to see the movie Joker five times last week and it didn't happen for me? Why not? Because stuff, every time I try to do something, stuff comes up. I still haven't been able to go see it either. It's going to be out of theater soon, but it is Joaquin Phoenix's birthday next week. How old is he? What do you think he is? 46. <laughs> He's older than that, isn't he? 28. I knew it. He's an old 28. <laughs> really an old, old 28. Old 28. He's 45. Oh, I think okay. he's turning 45 on October 28th. Right on. Leaf Phoenix. Leaf Phoenix. Fucking Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't it be amazing if a 44-year-old woman could do a film like that and people would care? <laughs> Has that... <laughs> Has that happened? Other forty-four-year-old women have a really tough time <laughs> getting in films. If you're not between the age of like twenty and thirty, for some reason you can't play. For some reason, what is that reason? I think it's called. Uh, think... Tell me this reason that you speak of. <clears throat> uh, Harvey Weinstein might be part of the reason. I think he's gone. Didn't he ruin Marissa Tomei's career? Wow, I wonder. She's done some pretty amazing movies, though. I mean, she disappeared for a while. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, she had that that patch where she kind of vanished. She Is she back? She's pretty great. Yeah. What did she do? 
well, you don't watch superhero movies. Um, mm. She plays. She's in the new Spider-Man movies, actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah, definitely not seeing <clears throat> that. Um, what was her big like comeback film of the two thousands? Oh, well, obviously we've talked about this movie, haven't we? Um, before the devil knows you're dead. No. Philip Seymour Hoffman. No. What? Have you not seen this movie? No. Oh my! You probably should. It. One of these movies, I, uh, when I went to Indonesia when I was 17, we went to, like, a black market, mm-hmm. and they had a bunch of, like, they illegal do. DVDs. Oh. <laughs> it was, like, 10 for a dollar. And, like, here are all these movies it's I've never the heard of. Mall. <laughs> for those of you who are not from the greater Toronto area, that's, uh, that's where you go to get illegal DVDs and get your iPhone screen fixed real cheap. I haven't been to Pacific <clears throat> Mall in a long time, but it was always disorienting. Yeah, it, very disorienting Sense. you, felt, you yeah. feel like you're in a different country yeah. and i don't say that I'm like oh i feel like you're in a different country it's like you <laughs> literally walk in and you're just like everything is like different yeah it's just it's it's cool i like going there it is it is its own thing i like going quite there like the and there's always Mall. like a police raid but anyway yes we'll see. yeah so philip Seymour. philip Seymour hoffman rest in peace greatest actor ever maybe i don't know one of them one of them um did you watch the wrestler the wrestler yeah mickey yeah Rourke. with mickey work yeah she was in that she was great in that okay yeah i just watched her in a movie with robert downey jr uh why can i not place that film because it's great was that before or after his downfall during wow Oof. okay mm. okay mm. Mm-hmm. i love watching robert downey early robert downey jr movies you ever watch chaplin yeah it's great yeah yeah that's a weird one that's a good one it's not a weird one it's well done <clears throat> Mila jovovich it's a cool cast Mila jovovich is in it absolutely that's like anything in the 90s remember when you could like <clears throat> make a movie and it like the story never existed before yeah yeah i think that kind of ended with the 90s i think that like there was it was kind of like an unspoken golden era of like looking back now mm-hmm. there's so many great movies do you have a favorite like throwback 90s movie throwback that, 90s movie that you can always just kind of like like clueless and like empire no <laughs> i don't like, i don't actually particularly like those movies um no i'm talking like okay like one, like of, my, one of my favorite <clears throat> movies is like legends of the fall yeah and then if you pair it with a river runs through it it feels like one big long movie interesting there's like obviously some plot issues yeah. but like i love i feel like it and like the the draw there's so many dramas that came out um was mystic river in the 90s that may have been early 2000s a lot of like the david fincher films yep in the 90s were amazing yeah um i just rewatched all the pretty horses oh wow that yeah. was really good um and goodwill hunting hell yeah um I mean, there's like the movies are very whitewashed. There's like they are <laughs> very they little, are. very little diversity in the '90s. No, uh, or any other decade <laughs> in film. <laughs> it wasn't like, oh wow, the '60s were quite diverse in film and television. No, I think we're finally getting to some form of diversity. Sort of, some. sort of. I think there do were do better. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson, stop. <laughs> yeah, if we could try casting more than three Asian people in feature films. 
there are definitely more Asian actors and actresses out there who are more than capable of exceptional performances. I, you don't know that. You don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know. The, the, uh, <clears throat> yeah, you just you just don't know. You just don't know. I mean, there's like apparently there's my friend was telling me that there's like a surplus of Australian actors because they're so good looking. Interesting. There's a lot of Australian <clears throat> actors that make it. Hugh Jack. I know yeah. you're thinking like Hugh Jackman. Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts. Who else? Like big. Margot Robbie. She's Australian. Straya. 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 <clears throat> I had no idea. Um, it was surprising. He started listing them off, and I was like, "Wow, they're Australian. They're Australian." He's like, "So many Australians, and they're like, just ridiculously good looking. They're they're <laughs> they out American Americans, is what my friend said. Yeah. And I can see that because they're like, you know, like the tough, uh, but like they're the real deal. <laughs> yeah. They're like not gonna call their lawyer and like get out of something. They're yeah. <laughs> I met a few pretty spectacular Australians uh, in my time in Southeast Asia. They are a different breed. They are a different breed of human. They really are. They are great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I can I can. And I know a few that. families, and uh, yeah, no, they're always um, pretty impressive people. They don't like uh, kiwis. No. <laughs> I got into a fight with a girl from New Zealand once <laughs> in a hostel. Did you make fun of her for having pet sheep? In a hostel in Belgium, in Brussels. Really? Well, I had the top bunk, and then there's like a ladder and then a step down, and she'd put a bunch of like berries on the thing, on the step. So I stepped in the berries and water, and I was like, hey, you shouldn't do that. Ooh. And then she's like, I hate you. And I was like, like typical I'm on top, Kiwis. You are typical. bottom bitch. <laughs> you do not leave. She did not. She your produce not happy with me. At the bottom of my ladder. You don't leave produce at the bottom of someone's ladder. No. And wet that's, produce. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a workplace hazard. It's right a hazard. There. It's yeah. a hazard. And I don't know how I slept in a hostel. I don't know. The hostels are. I feel like you have to be not sober to tolerate a hostel i was very sober and i was very not tolerant <laughs> no i i stayed in a hostel <clears throat> in paris i did not stay in a hostel in amsterdam that's where my that's where i, I was <laughs> he like probably nope. drew an appropriate limit <laughs> nope and then when i got to berlin i was like nah i'm done i'm renting a room from a friend of a friend nice and it was great Always uh, a good choice in i mean berlin is have you been to berlin no, I haven't. I've I've just seen a lot of Germany. I've never gone like that far east of Germany though. I've been to Germany twice. Berlin, well, East Berlin is a bit spooky. Yeah, anything touched by the Soviet regime is a little. It was hmm. very. Uh, it was just spooky. I just found Berlin to be spooky, and I liked it, of course, because I'm like, I like spooky. I, I assume stuff. I assume you've seen Metropolis, like the 1920s black and white film. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. So it was pretty groundbreaking, mm -hmm. um, but it kind of foreshadowed like super um, industrialization and that really like hard exterior kind of look that is synonymous with like the Eastern Bloc, we and take... Eastern Germany, and like East Berlin. When I was in when I was in Berlin, mm -hmm. I was eating doner. Doner. <laughs> <laughs> Were you French? I was in Berlin <laughs> and I was uh, smoking cigarettes. Uh... <laughs> So, Again, so every episode I have to insult French people. Wow. Gustav, 
you just <clears throat> electricity is really expensive over there or, or so i was told and so there wasn't like really the same street lights and even like okay. walking into like apartment buildings it was just pitch black and there was like graffiti everywhere oh maybe pleasant. i was renting a room from a homeless person you think you may have actually been in slovakia but they told you it was berlin <laughs> it was Friedrichstein. Friedrichstein. Friedrichstein, which was a five-minute walk from the um what is that techno club called oh the mm. berghain that runs like 24 hours a day yeah where you yeah. could just go <clears throat> and do a bunch of drugs and it, so, 7 a.m on a sunday so there's a person who does not partake in drugs and i have the supporting pen and keychain here that says don't do drugs it's a keychain that says drugs are not the key to success <laughs> thank you york region police for that gem so i i went with the girl who i was renting the room from she, her name is jamaica suck she's a wonderful dj that's a great name and she was like okay like you have to take off like makeup put your hair in a bun wear all black and don't make eye contact to anyone in the line and then they look you over and they decide whether or not you get into the club. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So I just did it. And so I went in and there's like this big security guard. And they were like stamping people. And he was like, you, turn around. And he turned me around. That sounds awful. In respect. Turned me around. Uh, flipped off my jacket. And then stamped me on the shoulder. And then pushed me <laughs> into the club. Wow. And I was like, okay, all right, I'm here, I'm sober, this is obviously an old factory, <laughs> a lot of drugs have been done here. Probably very unsafe. Uh, people kept trying to give me drinks with MDMA in it. Oh, okay, yeah. And it was really sweaty, and uh, I, I wouldn't say I had a good time, but I had a time. It was an experience. It was an experience. Like, when you go to the Burkhine, you go... <laughs> for like 12 hours or 24 yeah. hours and i yeah. was like i just wanted to be like okay i went i did it i'd like to go home now <laughs> yeah and i think this was like at 10 o'clock in the morning on a sunday yeah and it was like um they had swings they have an ice oh. cream bar oh and then there's like the bird kind and then there's another club that's built into it called i don't know they play like a towel disco Oh, okay. There's a lot of penises everywhere. Mm. A lot of penises everywhere. Mm. Uh, and Cary then Grant would have loved it. <laughs> you don't know that about him. Cary Grant may have loved it. Redact that. Straight men from a penis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, and then I, I think there was like a sex <clears throat> dungeon in the basement. You're not they wrong. Have fetish parties. Yeah, probably. Um, People have their thing. I had I had been told the fetish parties were like where people sounds like this sounds like high school gossip. It's like they have fetish parties where people go around <laughs> and, and pee on each other. No, that was Donald Trump. No, but this I'm serious. That's what I was told was that they have parties where people yeah. come and they just go around and you like pee on each other. Yeah, yeah. There's a I, I there's. Really, I don't really understand the mechanic. Like you're like hi, <clears throat> how are you? Psst, like if you can imagine it. It probably exists. There are some pretty interesting things that people are into. Well, I know they're into it, but I just I'm just trying to think of like a party situation. Hmm. 
you know, what what, what would that white. look like? Don't wear white. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bring, bring a towel. Bring a towel. Wear water repellent clothing. Maybe drink a lot of water before you go. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Yeah. Uh. Pee clear, folks. If you're not peeing clear, you're not hydrated. Like I said, people have their fetishes. <clears throat> I think that's great. I just don't under I just I don't understand the logistics of a, of parties. I don't know how to answer that. I, I struggle with <laughs> basic parties. <laughs> so PP parties are just that much. I mean, are women invited? It's probably I think it was a men only thing. Well, that's just sexist. <laughs> women can pee too. They'd have to have like the little funnel cups. They probably do. They do. Do you know when you rent a van? They give you sterilized funnel cups for women to pee. Really? Yeah, I'll vouch for that. Long trips. Long trips. You gotta, you gotta take a pee. You can't just pee into a bottle. You gotta, you gotta have a funnel. It's too wide of a spread. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the song that you have been super deuper into this week? And I don't think it's the same song. I don't think so. I, I haven't picked my song. Oh, well, we talked about this song the other day. Actually, it had to do with um, your reservations. My towards, reservations? Towards solo albums. Oh, is this the <clears throat> new Matt Berenger song? Walking on a String. It's not very good. <clears throat> I don't like it. Have you listened to the alternate version of it, though? There's an alternate version? It's, I think it's much better, actually. The Phoebe Bridges version or the Matt Berenger version? The Phoebe version. I just... When there's such a strong band like The National, who I love, and then like the lead singer does a solo album, it never feels like a solo album. Uh, the song kind of felt like a Tiny Desk version of The National. Yeah, it just, it's so hard to, I'm trying, can you think of like one solo album where it's just like, from a band where you're just like, yeah, that, I, I wouldn't connect the two. Where you couldn't connect them? Mm-hmm. Or it didn't feel just like, oh, this is the new national album. Meat and Cookie. Uh, there's only one solo album that comes to mind that really impressed me. And it was um, Flamingo from Brandon Flowers. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't really care for his second one. His first solo album, I thought it was actually like fantastic. Did you ever hear Paul Banks' solo album? I can't say that I have. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, oh. It just sounds like <clears throat> Interval. Um, it, I don't know if this really qualifies as a solo album, but um, S. Carey, who's the drummer and backing vocalist in Bonnie Bear, no. recently put out a really great album. I don't know. I don't know S. Carey. <clears throat> what are you doing? Okay. You'd appreciate it. Um, one of the guys from The Strokes, I think Fabrizio Fabrizio Moretti put mm -hmm. out like a. <clears throat> I think it was him. I think they've all done solo albums in that band. I don't think Nick Valenci, Valencia. Valencia. I don't think he has. Really? No. Oh. I had a huge crush on him when I was a kid. Really? I was a youngin'. <clears throat> uh, no, that was the worst concert I've ever been to is uh, The Strokes. What? Yeah. When? Um, Rico Coliseum, <laughs> 2006. And this is when like the whole band was like pretty deep into like really heavy drugs what the guitars were all out of tune what? uh julian was falling over and like knocked over his organ like three times during the set like half the crowd left i saw them in 2002 okay that was like their first or second album then first album yeah 
played cover to cover. Nice. There's one on stage. Nice. Played a cover to cover. Yeah. Thank you, Nerano. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wanted to go. They played the Horseshoe in 2001. Oh, Fall wow. of 2001, and I wanted to yeah. go. But I was not of age. That's a damn shame. I was not of age, and I probably couldn't have gotten in. I've never been the type of person who's like, I'm going to wait 12 hours in line. <laughs> That's just never going to be me. Are you familiar with um, the most serene republic? Toronto band? That's the band I was... Remember the band that I told you that person was auditioning to be their drummer? Is that the one? That's the so, one. Okay, the man so who lives upstairs. They opened for The Strokes and one of the best opening acts I've ever seen. So they went on, blew everyone away, did an amazing set. And they then wanted the Strokes came on and puked to everywhere. be his drummer, to wow. be their drummer. And he was like, I don't know. I don't know. And, and they have most... Are they still around? Yeah. They have crazy time signatures. Yeah. Like crazy, crazy yeah. time signatures. <clears throat> like like ambient prog, post-rock. Mm-hmm. Really, really great stuff. It's Do really you're... good, and it's I don't like unusual time signatures. Yeah. I'm very like... But they pull it off. They pull it off. That's yeah. funny. Um, they have that song, Good Morning Canada. Sounds about right. I've heard that on CBC a bunch of times. Mm. But that's the band. That's the band. When I was like, you should play for the <laughs> band. It's like, I don't, I don't know. That's, that's too bad. A pretty great band. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm resting my foot up <laughs> on the couch. Very sexy. That's how it goes. How's your foot? Um, it's pretty good. Uh, it's so, right. so the song you, so you picked the new Matt Berenger. I did. I did. When I does want... the album come out? I honestly have no idea. Um, hopefully soon. I think it was November. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Some bands wait an eternity. But he just put out an al- a record in May. <clears throat> oh no! Yeah, I don't know. The national. Oh, there's a cookie on the road. I'm <laughs> always, I'm always really hesitant. Sorry. When bands put out albums too quickly, because that album that comes out really fast after the fact is usually not there. That's good. Sorry, guys. We have lost a cookie. We have a technical. Technical cookie difficulties. The dogs will be happy to pitch in. Oh, well, that's way over to your desk. <laughs> it, like, landed clearly real upward. Okay, this is cookie search. Oh, you have a booger. Indy, ill. We're hunting cookies Gross. and boogers. Cookies and boogers. Oh, your nose is all dry. You've got crusties. Wow, I'm not supposed to have children. <laughs> Your breath smells, by the way. Indy, not uh, Sasha. <laughs> it probably does. Um, Beyond meat breath. My song is by an artist named Matt Maltese. Ooh. He has a song that came out this year called Rom-Con... Oh, I can't <clears throat> talk tonight. Rom-Com Gone Wrong. Ooh, that is a good tongue twister. Rom-Com Gone Wrong. It is off of his new album that I believe is called, I don't know. <laughs> that is not the name <laughs> for just, anyone it, wondering. Spotify doesn't list stuff, albums. No, they've started changing their uh, sorting. And the sorting is very confusing. Um, but he had another song I really liked called Curl Up and Die. Ooh, oh. And then uh, he has a, a song called Even If It's a Lie, which is like one of my favorite songs. It's just one of those songs that you put in, put on, and you just like cry. 
I love a good cry song. Kind of reminds me a bit of Patrick Watson. Patrick Watson has a bunch of new music out. God bless Patrick really? Watson. Yeah, kind of like Patrick. flamenco-y, like <clears throat> sexy, moody flamenco, mm. sad. Okay. I'm into it. Yeah? I'm into it. Like, gonna go for another Polaris Prize album, Patrick they Watson? <laughs> give him all the awards, but he's, you know, yeah. he's Canadian-American. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway, Matt Maltese. I don't know where he's from. Not Malta? You'd think. What do you think? He's British or, or American? I think he's either British or American. <sighs> Matt Maltese. Oh, no. Matt sounds a little too contemporary for someone from Great Britain. Really? Matt? Matt, go pick up, go pick up the laundry, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is <clears throat> terrible. Uh, does it say where he's from? No, it just says piano music. Piano music. Music. Uh, music piano music where's wikipedia when you need it uh i think uk all right i think he's from the uk hedging our bets folks matt if you're listening call me let me know where you're from because i don't know and uh we want to know we want to know muksu what what maltese dog (laughs) this is the worst search i use um a browser called duck duck Oh. oh that's the um like unaffiliated ad free yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's a they, they don't they don't sell stuff. your data <laughs> yeah but like it's hard to get data I'm well because they they search through everything right so yeah it's just it's frustrating at times mm. um yeah i'm i'm leaning towards that he's british all right there's just not the same well you said his music is sad yeah, so he must be British. The Brits do sad music better do than they? just about everyone. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of rain. <clears throat> yep. Uh, England-born musician. Well, there from you go. Reading. Reading. That's a horribly depressing place. <laughs> well, uh, I'm sure Matt could tell you all about it. Um, but he's not. In his new album. Um. So yeah. Okay, rapid fire questions. We're, we're actually at okay. midnight right now. Oh, look at that. We're doing well. Doing well. <clears throat> um, Sasha. Am I going first? Hit me. First concert. It's a trick question. Okay. My aunt took me to Lilith Fair. Okay. When I was very <clears throat> young. Mm-hmm. So I kind of saw Cheryl Crow. Whoa, that's a pretty good one. In the Globe Sessions, which is one of my favorite albums. Amazing. Before Cheryl Crow went Cheryl Crow. <laughs> <laughs> before that all happened. Before that. Uh, before Lance Armstrong. So kind happened. of like that was kind of like a festival. I didn't know. I was like, I didn't. I grew up oh, Catholic school for a while. Mm. Didn't know that what LGBT was or that two women kiss and that women can make music uh yeah no i knew that <clears throat> i just didn't know about that was my first introduction of what lesbians that's cool are all right and it was a positive experience that's good um and then i went to an instant concert kind of so and then i went to silver chair and watched silver chair wow okay cheryl crow in sync Silver chair. Silver That's silver like... chair during their uh, neon ballroom tour. Wow. Before... That's covering three very different corners of music. Before they went 
silver chair <laughs> or not anymore and and they opened or blink 182 opened for silver chair where was that show the toronto the maple leaf garden wow yeah you can go grocery shopping there now yeah that's unfortunate uh and i went with my dad interesting and uh blink 182 <laughs> and phoenix tx anyway punk bands came out with giant inflatable penises and you can imagine as a young girl sitting with her father it was very uncomfortable a little awkward and then daniel johns threw a temper tantrum and uh, broke his amp and guitar and left the stage uh was that a great show some bands would call that a meltdown silver chair that's well, i think he had a meltdown <laughs> i think that's what the album's about and it's a continuation i think the whole story of that band is kind of one great big meltdown that's a great album though i don't yeah. I don't think I, it's hard to disagree. I mean, how many people, how many guys have written a song about anorexia? True. True. Mr. John says, don't know what happened to him. Hmm. But it doesn't matter. Please um, relax. Okay. Question for you What has been the biggest compliment a stranger has ever given <clears throat> to you? Um,. This is going to sound really self-absorbed because for some reason I've held on to this memory for a few years, mm -hmm. um, but I was like doing some production with a friend a few years ago okay. uh, and she was at my studio in Hamilton and um, saw something like a document that I uh, had to sign mm -hmm. and she said, your signature looks like that of a famous person. <laughs> It's you literally the only nice thing anyone's ever said about my penmanship. It's legible. <clears throat> like, good work. Like, wow, you sign things. Like, it looks That's like you're like famous. Somebody says, like, <laughs> you have the writing of a doctor. Oh. Oh. Hopefully that's not the case. I kind of do, though. I had to, like, get really good at taking notes in French class in high school. Mm -hmm. So my teacher spoke fast, so I got used to writing really fast. But then that became... How often my, do you like, write now, form. though? I find that I like my. Oh, I love I love like writing in notebooks. It's weird that like your kids <clears> probably <throat> won't know how to write in cursive. Yeah, true. Right. Yeah. It's a, um, a lost art. Okay, next question. That would be <clears throat> your go-to late-night snack. I have a rotation. Okay. We'll go through phases where late at night I only like to eat dried cereal. That's yeah. I I, I cinnamon toast crunch. Nice. Uh, I love American cereal. Love a good fruity pebble. Love a good cocoa pebble. Uh, anything pebble form. <laughs> Sorry. Got real windy in here. Got real windy in here. Too pebbly. Uh, Too pebbly to Captain Crunch berries. Ooh. Uh, Captain Crunch peanut butter. Um, but my favorite is Reese's Pieces cereal because yep. it's not really cereal it's looks like dog kibble and has the contents of a chocolate bar <laughs> what's not to love part of a healthy balance breakfast. part of a healthy balance i try to fast myself at night from like nine o'clock onwards well it's proven to help you sleep a lot better yeah it is if i have if i eat too close to bed i just i don't sleep as well and i get mm. nauseous i get weird dreams you get weird dreams yeah they say because your blood sugar is elevated so your brain is like hey mm. let's chat yeah. um not a good time yeah, so, so dried cereal, uh, and then um, 
Milano Pepperidge Farm cookies with some tea. Very nice. Yeah, I'll go through. Once it gets cold, I, I get really into tea and cookies. Yeah. Yeah. It's a I've seasonal got, thing. I have a cuppa. A wee cuppa. A wee cuppa. Uh, but it, tea and cookies is also very Italian. It's tea and biscottis. Ooh, or yeah. lady fingers. So. Yeah. Um, uh, what, what's the, what are the like little limes? Limes? That they have in Italy. Um, and they make cookies from them. It's a citrus fruit. Um, I think you're thinking of limes. No, no, no. Um, it'll come to me. Uh, okay. Question <clears throat> for you. Okay. What question is this? Two? Three. Three? Uh, no, two. No, two. If you're lying to me. Uh, okay. So quickly think of someone you admire and why did this person come to mind? I'm listening. <clears throat> Six, five, four, three, two, one. Go. Um, my friend Rachel. <gasps> Rachel. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, I've only known her for like two or three years. Um, she's an incredible goal setter and is equally as good at following through with her goals. Equally as good as who? Like, well, setting crazy goals. She sets amazing goals and then like surpasses them. I I dislike her already. And then um but is constantly measuring herself against other people. That's not um, But because of that, she's becoming this incredibly talented individual. She knows, like, if I ever what's have, like, a question. What's her artist name? Her artist name? Yeah, what's her artist uh, name? Your Pal Ray. Your Pal Ray. Yeah. That's an interesting artist name. Yeah. It's very friendly. Yeah. She She's extremely friendly. She's, like, yeah, she's good to know. She's a good human. Good human. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Okay, your turn. All right. Uh, I saw bagels and realized that I have my uh, grocery list right next to <laughs> the list of questions. Well, listen, if you want to know what I like on my bagel, <laughs> I like a good, uh, a good, <laughs> uh, a good uh, dill pickle cream, a dill cream cheese. Okay. On a uh, marble, so Ooh, rye. Yep. A bagel or a sourdough bagel. I'm a sucker for anything sourdough. I could live off of Agreed. sourdough bread. Agreed. Yeah. I often do. Yeah. Hard to find good sourdough bread. It is. It's uh, the homemade stuff is always the best. I haven't been able to make. I make bread, but I can't make homemade because uh, sourdough because there's a lot of work involved. There is. You have to like grow your own yeast and you have to maintain it and. Yeah. It is a lot of work. Okay, an actual question. Um, I want a bagel now. Um. What is your who has your favorite singing voice? Not even necessarily your favorite singer, but when you hear their voice, you go, "Oh my god!" Sufjan Stevens. We were just talking about this. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's and it's just like you're just like, "God damn!" <clears throat> yeah. It's too. That's like, it seems physically impossible. The yeah, way he it's sings. just not there. The smoothness. It's and not the, human. Yeah. The timbre of his voice. You're mm -hmm. just like, stop. Yeah. You're just making stop, everyone else look kind of look bad. <laughs> Making me look bad. You go up on stage with your giant angel wings, <clears throat> and you write an album like Carrie and Lowell, and you know setting the precedent way too high. For you the set rest that of us. bar way too high. Um. Okay. Good answer. Well, That's a great just, answer. We we're just talking about it before the podcast. Mm. Um. Okay. 
Next question. Mm-hmm. I'm totally taking this off of an Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is one thing new you learned this week? <sighs> um, Come on, man. I know. This is tricky. I feel like I'm uh, always, tr- always trying to learn. I learned a lot about things. Tasmanian devils this week. a lot about Tasmanian devils. I did, Mindy. What did I learn this week? I feel like I actually learned a lot of great musical stuff hanging out with you. What? Yeah, I don't know. You what, you have what? like a deep bank of knowledge of just like things like, hey, Even here's here's a little said, fact. She's like, she's like, you know so much. And I was like, do mm. I? <laughs> Is it useful what I know? Because people come for me to me for advice and like guidance and like all sorts of pretty dark situations, actually. Mm. Um, not to make this about me, but everything's about me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's interesting. Well, that's that's flattering. No, yeah. It's, it, like it's what true, musical though. stuff though? <clears throat> I'm not so musical. Um, but I don't know. Y- you have a really great uh, admiration for artists that are probably pretty unknown or like didn't necessarily have a lot of uh, longevity, but mm-hmm. like you you learn everything about the individual did and you know the that band matt maltese and... is from reading <laughs> by the end of the night you're probably gonna know how many siblings he has and what school he went to he actually i, I he he dm'd me because i had tagged him in the song oh, okay on instagram and then he had sent me mm. a heart emoji and i was like i gotta get to know this guy yeah you know he seems like a good guy probably or like that actor that i was telling you about mm-hmm. we're talking about asthma and i was like did you know <laughs> it's bad it's it's like it's almost Im- it's pretty embarrassing yeah yeah and it makes it makes me feel like people think i'm elitist but i'm just genuinely curious about other people's lives mm. because my life is boring mm. so boring for any of you who are uh listening and don't know nicole personally that's a big sack of shit <laughs> your, li- your life is crazy weirdly interesting well it's just like yeah it's it, everyone who's like finds out about me they're like you're so interesting that's a really interesting life and i was like if you were in it you'd be tired <laughs> <laughs> interesting can be tiring tiring it definitely and can not be. satisfying no i wouldn't say that i'm particularly satisfied with my life right now we're like, working on that yeah, my day to day is just like one of the dogs at the rescue is in liver failure, and so I was like, got the call, and I'm putting on Beetlejuice makeup while like trying to explain liver failure to someone and why the dog is is palliative, and it's just there's just a weird contrast to my life that's kind of comical. Yeah, you're walking between two extremes constantly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess I got slow dog, fast dog. <laughs> I want to go save all the Tasmanian devils. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite painter? My favorite painter is me. <laughs> you have been doing a lot of painting. You can see the paintings are in my apartment. I'm supposed <laughs> to sell them, and I'm like, no, they're mine. <laughs> um, he is a Dutch painter. Ooh, that was indie snorting. Uh, She's not fond of the Dutch. Um, 
I was walking around in Amsterdam. Amsterdam. I was eating. Uh, um, I think his name is Vaughn. Gouda. Cheese painter. Don't ask me to remember things anymore. It's <laughs> just I don't have that part of my brain. Um, but I'm really a fan of the Fauvist era era of painting. Ooh, okay. So I like these abstract <clears throat> portraits with like really different colors. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, maybe his name's Von Keegan. Von Keegan. Nope. I can't remember the name of my famous painter. Of, yeah, so it's really sad. It's oh. embarrassing. But I like the Fauvist era of paintings. And um, even though I do more abstract stuff, mm. I'm always jealous of those who can't do, who, who can do less abstract stuff. Mm. So... Yeah, it's uh, but yeah, Dutch painter Von Keegan. Uh, it's gonna bother me. Kees Von Dongen. Kees Von Dongen. Kees, here, here's a picture. Rest some titties. Yep, some titties. And, and a is dog. that a dog? Yeah. Actually, that kind of looks like me. <laughs> that's your life. That's a portrait right it's there. It's like kind of green. Like, she's got, like, a greenish tinge to her skin. She's got a Beetlejuice tinge going on. (laughs) Red hair. And she's Um, got a dog at her side. Yeah, like, you can see kind of, like, it's it's almost very um, Tim Burton. Um, Yeah, yeah, there's an almost alien-like quality to the facial features. Yeah, so it's, like, the 1910s. You know, like, background of my phone for, like, the last eight years has been the same painting by, um, it's a Gustav Klimt painting. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me the name. It's a, it's a girl with a gold tear on her face. I should probably change it, but... Not going to. Nah. Uh, yeah, so that's my favorite painter. Okay. All right. Last question. Uh, for you. <clears throat> last question. Um, gonna think about this one for a second. Um, uh, what's your favorite song lyric you can think of off the top of your head hmm. that Oof. you're gonna have to let me think about that for a minute there's some oh man <laughs> you're just going through all the national uh, pretty much <laughs> It might be a national song. If not, it might be Springsteen. Springsteen? Yeah, it could be. Mm. It's like one of my favorite song lyrics from the national. The national. The national. Uh, well, I mean, my favorite song from them is probably Pink Rabbit. So. Oof. What's that yeah. song lyric they have? Uh, I was, I was a white girl. In a crowd of white girls. No, maybe that's that. It was something about being a TV. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you didn't see me. I was falling apart. Mm-hmm. I was a television version mm-hmm. of a person, person with, with a, a broken, broken heart. heart. Yeah, I was oh. like, oh, <clears throat> that's you. You feel that? Yeah, that one stings. That one stings because you're just like, yeah, I'm just like a sad sack of poop. Yeah. And I mean, they, they say, like, it's, like, sad music for white people. Yeah. And I mean, if that's your genre, it's my genre. I'm into it. 
like it's not just for white people yeah oh i don't know if i could pick a particular line um fake plastic trees reduces me to like rubble every time those words go through my head though green plastic watering can. it just paints this like horrifically sad picture in my brain I used to wake up to exit music for a film every morning. You used to wake up to that? Ugh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Things well, you need to know I'm to sure I was not the Nicole only person. Simone. No. <clears throat> That's true. Like, wake from your sleep before you fall I'm the type of person when I wake up, I want to listen to like a nice song and just like mellow in my bed and just yeah. be like, listen to a lot of Sophie and Stevens in bed. Mm. I'll tell you that much. Mm. First thing in the morning, starting off with a nice, sad song about somebody's yeah. mom dying. Yeah. That's Why not? What, that's what I do. Why not? I used to go through playlists in the morning and like select music for the day, but not. Mm. It's been so hit and miss. Yeah. Okay. Well, last question. What's your favorite American city? <laughs> Don't make it generic. Think about it. Because you have been to a lot of cities in the I United spent States. time in cities. Uh, New Orleans and Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cliche. But New Orleans is <laughs> pretty magical. I think we talked We talked about New Orleans last we did. episode. We did. And Los Angeles, I just think there's pockets of Los Angeles that I could just live forever in. Yeah, you can disappear in there. And, and there's pockets of Los Angeles that I don't think should be humanly inhabitable. <laughs> <laughs> they probably aren't. LA gets, LA gets mm. rough, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. There's but I'm a, in Los Feliz. There, there's an argument that the uh, like amount of violence that goes on like civil violence in LA if it were like in any other like developing country it would warrant like United Nations intervention <laughs> but because it's in America well, no one's willing there. to do anything about know. it I was there during the LA riots when I was very very young wow yeah my mom was a property manager she must have had a week I remember at one point she told us to get down on the ground of the van and no matter what happens don't get up parent of the year well i mean i guess she was keeping you safe in compton lovely place <laughs> I, I mean when i go to los angeles i go to all the west hollywood mm. hollywood east hollywood north hollywood <laughs> <laughs> maybe studio city Los Feliz, never Silver, Silver Lake. I'm just, I'm no. already annoyed by Silver Lake from the people who talk about Silver Lake. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't want to go there because I don't like you and you're a representation of Silver Lake. <laughs> Not what you need in your Pasadena. life. Pasadena. I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, I like East LA. I don't mind East LA. All right. I like West Hollywood a lot though. Like You're going to have to show me around. Yeah, I don't know. I just get really happy when I'm in West Hollywood. That's a great way of describing it. Weird. Yeah. Well, because there was one time, years ago, so my first time in West Hollywood, years ago, I was working for a music company, and they had set me up on, at a motel, six, um, 
in Santa Monica, <laughs> there was like a biker gang outside my door. Oh. It was street level. Oh. So I like closed the door. I put like a chair up against the door. Mm-hmm. And I call my parents and I'm like, I don't feel safe. And they're like, hang in there. <laughs> and I peeled. I want to come home from camp. <laughs> I peeled the sheets back to yeah. find a giant blood stain. And I called the front desk and they awesome. were like, not our problem. We're a motel. Wow. And um, Great I hospitality. didn't sleep that night. There's so much fighting and stuff outside the door. And I remember calling my parents a bunch of times. being like, I think we're going to die. Gonna... And um, next morning I told my boss, I'm like, I'm not going back there. Hmm. I'm not staying there. It's not safe. And he's like, okay, I'm, like, I'm getting an Airbnb. And so I found an Airbnb in West Hollywood. And I remember showing up and there's these two lovely ladies. And they're like, here's our apartment. And I was just like, so, I was lying on the bed. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy right now. So every time I go to West, West Hollywood, I'm just like, so happy. Because <laughs> all I can think of was that dark. <laughs> night in that yeah blood filled hotel motel room <laughs> all right well it's gonna be a very different trip so that's good hopefully, hopefully. i mean airbnb is always a crapshoot yeah i think i've only ever had one moderately like five out of ten experience they've usually been very good so hoping for the best i can see that um it's hard to f- find a bad airbnb in switzerland Mind you. <laughs> I dare you find the bad Airbnb in Switzerland. Hamburg, however, Come you back. can find some real dives. So, well, take note. On that note, uh, I guess then we'll do one more podcast before I leave. Yeah, we'll squeeze one. November fifth. Stay tuned, folks. November fifth. Stay tuned. Stand by, and uh, uh, hope you enjoy the song that we're putting out. Like now. Yeah. ASAP. Monster. It's before Halloween. <sighs> Crunch time. Before Halloween. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go to bed now. Good night. Good night. <laughs>